Are you interested in making your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and many more. You guys can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And in fact, I'm using Anchor and I love it. If you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, how you guys doing? Welcome to Off the Bench with Heidi St. John. Today is Friday, July 10th. This is episode number 955 and we've had a rough week. We have had a rough week and so today we're going to bring a little sunshine into your life. It's Meet My Friend Friday and one of my favorite people in the whole wide world, Zan Tyler, is back on the show today and we're going to talk about the top five reasons that homeschooling, Rona or not, is awesome. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So thanks for tuning in today. I want to tell you guys, we so appreciate your reaching out to us here at the podcast. For those of you who are leaving reviews over at iTunes for the podcast, we really appreciate it. And uh, for many of you who have been sending in uh, just notes of encouragement, I'm going to link back to the address of the Homeschool Resource Center. So if you guys would like to reach out to us, we love to hear from you. It's very encouraging. Also, we're going to link in the show notes today to two things in particular. One is an opportunity for you to record record a question for the show that we would possibly air if we like your question and you and we like your tone of voice then we would love to use your question and we'll actually play it as you leave it and so we will link back to that you can find that at anchor.fm I will link back to it in the show notes today and we're going to link back to a form for you to fill out if you've got ideas for guests that you'd like to hear on the show or topics or any of those things we will link back to all those things in the show notes today all right we've been talking for a while now for well for me, eight years at least of doing this podcast about the importance of homeschooling, why we homeschool. Uh, We've talked about the culture. We've talked about the educational aspects. We've talked about the protection that homeschooling affords children. Uh, Today, we really want to focus on why homeschooling is awesome. And I have asked my friend, Zan Tyler, to come back on the show with me. Zan is a well-respected voice in the homeschool community, and she has been a friend of mine for many years. Uh, She and her husband homeschooled their kids all the way through high school, even under threat of jail. Zan was responsible for writing the homeschool law that South Carolina adopted and is still enjoying today. And so, uh, Zan Tyler, my friend, you warrior woman of God. I love you so much. Welcome back to the show. Oh, thank you, Heidi. It's always so great to be here and with you. Well, it's fun to see you because we're video. We're, I mean, you and I are seeing each other for the yes. usually we don't get to do that. So it's a good thing that we got out of our pajamas. That was good. I'm glad, I'm, <laughs> yes. I'm glad we did that. Normally when we're talking on the phone, we're whining in our pajamas. So today is a little, a little bit uh, different. We came up with a list of five reasons that homeschooling is awesome. Uh, before we jump into it, um, can you just real quickly for, uh, there are a lot of new people here at the podcast. So can you give them just the, the Zan 101? How did you get into homeschooling? Uh, first of all, let's just start there. How'd you get into homeschooling? Well, you know, it was back in 1984. I never heard of homeschooling. 
And uh, but I was praying about where to put my oldest son in school. I felt like he would benefit from being held back a year. So that was our story. We wanted to hold him back a year. The public school said that was fine. They agreed with the testing I'd had done on him. And then they changed their mind. And I said I couldn't hold him back and public schools were filled. Um, in the midst of all this, a friend of mine had given me a book by Raymond Moore, Dr. Moore, Homegrown Kids. And it was like reading this book and it gave me this new way to think about education. I can't describe it when somebody tells you something so new that's never even entered your mind. Yeah. And he was talking about the beauty of homeschooling and a, having time to serve and work along with study and parents being the main influence in their kids' lives. And this is how royalty was raised. And he gave, you know, all kinds of examples from history. And it was like the Holy Spirit just breathing this new thought into me and thinking, how wonderful, except for I chickened out. <laughs> Do the words, Jonah ran mean anything to you? <laughs> Zan was like, and then they said you have to be with your child all day long. You're like, never mind. Well, you know, that wasn't even it. As much as we didn't know anybody in the whole entire universe mm -hmm. that homeschooled. Yeah. And uh, so the first time I heard the word homeschool, it was right after, you know, Star Wars hadn't been out for long. And you remember the garbage, the trash compactor scene when yeah, yeah. Chewbacca and Princess Leia and yeah. Luke Skywalker all in there? And yep. I just thought the only thoughts of homeschooling I could have were confining and threatening to my health, you know? <laughs> and, <laughs> and so I'm just, I'm just feeling like this trash compactor is just gonna, <laughs> just gonna close in on me and snuff out my life if I start yeah. homeschooling. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And so I ha I'm having these, all these contradictory thoughts. So then the school door, the school board reneged on me being able to put time first grade. It was just like the Lord said, okay, you're not going to listen to me the first time. I'll harden hearts until you obey me. Yes. And so then it was just one of those things. Then um, we, uh, I told my friend and, uh, in the school district, I'd like to homeschool. He said, the district is getting lenient with that kind of thing, which means one person <laughs> in the district history, and she was a certified teacher, had been homeschooled. So we had to hire an attorney. They would not even tell me what the homeschool law was. So we had to hire an attorney. We had to look hard to find an attorney who had heard the words homeschool in one, <laughs> you know, together. And now I think it's fair to say everybody in the United States has heard that term. homeschooling. That's right. <laughs> if you had told me that then... I think I just would have rolled over and died. I yeah, would never yeah. have believed it. Just so, knock us over with a feather. So anyway, so the school, we got the law. The school board turned us down. Um, our attorney said the State Department of Education is your next route of appeal. They'll turn you down because they're just going to do what the school district said. And I'm saying, Lord, I told you this was not a good idea and you did not <laughs> listen to me. So anyway, so I met with the state superintendent of education, who was a friend of my mother's right before the hearing to try to find some relief and let him know. I thought he, when I told, I thought when I told him everything I had done in order to be legal, he would say, honey, I Good know job. you love your kids. Yes. <laughs> what can I do to help? Yeah, and he yeah, says, yeah. you know, if you continue this, I'll put you in jail for Holy moly. And you know, I thought, so I hear this voice saying, okay, so well, wait, what just... you're saying is tyrants are nothing new in the yes, United States. That's right. We're seeing a lot of tyrants I... <laughs> in, in leadership right now. And you stood up against it. Well, as Mike Ferris said, sometimes tyrants come in suits carrying briefcases. 
And yes. we expect them to come in camouflage carrying guns. Yeah, yeah And so yeah. we have a whole new level of tyranny in this country where none of the checks and balances and the three levels of government are being enforced. That's a whole nother podcast. It is. I'm sorry. It is, but I love, I love that you, you know, all these years ago, you took a stand and you were like, no, I wish more Americans would would uh, do the same thing. And I think we're going to start to see it happen for sure. Yes, I think so too. We're going to have no choice, Heidi. We're going to have no choice. Yeah, I think that's um, true. So so, you you start homeschooling. And just like me, this is where kind of our stories collide a little bit because I was not planning on homeschooling either. Our daughter was in uh, a public school when we pulled her out. And I just remember thinking, I, I just don't, I just don't know. I have three other little kids at home. I just don't know. I don't know. I don't feel qualified. I'm not really sure. But I'll tell you what, uh, and it's a long story, which I don't have time to go into today. But when we finally just made the decision to homeschool our, our daughters, uh, Savannah and Sierra, who are now respectively almost 30 and almost uh, 27, when we made that decision, a whole new world opened up to us. Yes. Uh, that I had no idea. Amen. And I always tell people this was the hardest, best decision that we ever made was to keep our kids at home. It's life giving. It's the best thing we've ever done with our kids. And so I, you and I have talked about this before the show. I mean, we were like, we, we can think of a hundred reasons why homeschooling is That's a good right. option. So forget yes. the Rona. I know a lot of people are listening to this going, Rona going to make me homeschool. So we're here to tell you, wait a minute, this is going to be the best thing that ever happens to you. That's right. And we want to give you guys a shot in the arm today and just encourage you uh, that that homeschooling really, I mean, I love, Zan, that you reminded everybody, this, this is how royalty was raised. Like, uh, ro- you know, uh, princes and princesses homeschooled, right? They yes. were, they're, uh, I mean, because this is they were special, way. and our kids yes, are sons are and daughters special. of the king. That's their right. royalty. They deserve that kind of yeah. attention and socialization. Yeah, and you know, attention to God's word. I, you know, they're just all these things. It's yes. just, and, and I, I guess we want to just encourage everybody today. I know there's a lot of people listening to this who are like, "Oh, for the love! How did I even get here?" And we just want to say everything's going to be all right. And you know this what? Is be I the think, best Heidi. Thing. I think the decision to homeschool is 20 times harder than homeschooling. You're faced yeah. with that decision. You it's are so not wrong. awful because you think, ah, you know, the mm-hmm. only decision I'm supposed to make is what school district to live in and then everybody else does the work. That's well, now right. you're faced yeah. with the what I'm supposed to do. What? I don't think yeah. so. And, yeah. But you get past the decision and the doing of it once you've gotten over that decision hump. Yep. Is so. I mean, you start getting hit in the face with the glories of homeschooling. Yes, you, you can't imagine it because you think all that time with your kids, I'm going to pull my mm-hmm. hair out, and mm-hmm. then you realize it's this great gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And I and you're right. And I think um, for me, same thing. The decision to homeschool much harder than the actual act of yes. homeschooling itself. Yes. So let's do it, Zan. Let's hit. So we so we kind of you know threw a whole bunch of ideas out there, and there are a million reasons why homeschooling is awesome. But you and I both agreed on the first one, which is relationship. So what the the impact? So tell everybody what the impact they can expect from homeschooling on the relationships that they have with their children, even with the family as a whole? You know, if I could give everybody who's homeschooling and they never thought they'd be their one piece of advice, it would be to take a deep breath and relax. And, you know, chill out. Yes. Don't think I'm homeschooling for 12 years. Think 
I have one year to be with my children and do something so radically different in their lives that we're going to enjoy it. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. so you will get to know your children as people. You don't have the pressure of being up at six, taking your kids to three different schools, having extracurricular activities afterwards, homework. I mean, you never get the best part of your kid's day when they're in an institutional school. Now, all of a sudden, you have a chance to sit back and study them. As one author says, let them fashion a self in silence far from the matting crowds. I mean, there's so much freedom in homeschooling mm-hmm. for you, for your kids, and they can mm-hmm. actually study some things they're passionate about. But mm-hmm. but all these things have to do with your relationship with your kids. And then mm-hmm. you start observing them. The, the thing that hit me over the head, and my kids were six and four, I'd been a stay-at-home mom, and they had just been in half-day preschool and kindergarten, was that I started noticing their spiritual gifting. Mm-hmm. That blew me out of the water. I thought mm-hmm. I knew my kids, but I just, we just had a chance to spend more relaxed time praying and being together, being in the Word. I mean, they were little. I'm not saying we spent hours, but it was more mm-hmm. of a focal part of our day. Well, it's intentional. Yeah. You have the opportunity to do something intentional that really we just hear talked about. You know, we hear people say, you guys should spend more time with your kids. Oh, okay. So my kids are going to get up in the morning at 6 a.m. They're going to get on the bus at 7.15. They're going to come up 4.30 in the afternoon. They're going to be tired and crabby and not want to hang out with any of their siblings, right? That was when Savannah was in school, when our oldest daughter was in school, the most tense hour of the day was when she got off the bus and her little siblings were so excited to see her, but she was fried from being with, you know, 400 kids all day long. Yeah. She didn't want to talk Low to out. anybody. Yep. Yeah, she just wanted to come in and, you know, watch Bugs Bunny and zone <laughs> out, you know. Yes. And uh, I, I noticed within within weeks, probably just a couple of weeks of bringing her home, the relationships that she had with her siblings improved dramatically. All of a sudden, these are her playmates now. They're not just people who annoy her that she has to hang out with when she comes home from the from school. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. So that relationship uh, piece of it is key. And it you're going to find out things about your children. I know I did when I brought Savannah home That's from right. school. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm missing this character issues that uh, that need to be dealt with. It's going to give you uh, an incredible, incredible amount of time to focus on those relationships. And that's the kind of stuff that's going to last for forever. I mean, for long after you're done ever. in school. That's right. So don't, yeah. you know, I would tell new homeschool moms, especially if you think you may have one year or two years at home with your kids. Like, take a take a break, take a step back, look at your kids, get to know them. Don't be afraid to spend the morning talking with them or taking mm-hmm. a walk in the park or around the lake or however you can get outside in this craziness mm-hmm. and just get to know them. Ask them what they liked about school. What do they miss about school? What can we do to make this year really positive for you? I mean, you, we we lose the art of education with our kids. When they're in an institutional setting, not because you don't care, not because you don't love your kids. There's no time and bandwidth for those kinds of conversations. And you have you have surrounded yourself with educational quotes of which you just read some to me. (laughs) There's you got to read a couple because these are so great. So we're talking about like institutional learning. Yes. Right. Yes. And we've been talking yes. about this. People have been talking about this forever. What you got, Zan? What you got? Okay. Girl? I got a couple. I got two or three that I want to read. I didn't read this one to you earlier, Heidi, but it's by John Taylor Gatto. Oh, I For love those it. of you who don't know, he was the New York State Teacher of the Year, which is really significant 
after winning that award, he resigned in the Wall Street Journal the next day and um, and said he could no longer be a part of an institution that he feels like harms children, not mm. teachers, not good teachers. But so here's what he says about the institutions. Although teachers do care and do work very, very hard, the institution is psychopathic. It has no conscience. It rings a bell and the young man in the middle of writing a poem must close his notebook and move to a different cell where he must memorize that humans and monkeys derive from a common ancestor. <laughs> so, mm. You know, and then, then you know, whatever you think about Ralph Waldo Emerson, this quote, we are shut up in schools and college recitation rooms for 10 or 15 years and come out at last with a belly full of words and do not know a thing. Boy. And, Hello. That's every that's every college campus almost in America right now. Yes, and yeah. So we're we're not saying they're not good teachers out there. Uh, What we are saying is that real learning really can occur in your home. Robert Frost, the poet, um, used to would he was a homeschool father by the way, and he would always talk about how education first is relating with real things in real life. Mm-hmm. And um, some of his quotes, I don't have them in front of me, but they're just powerful. And uh, Mark Twain said, oh, what did Mark Twain say? He said, education consists mainly in what we have unlearned. So he's <laughs> he's not talking about what you learn from reading, what you learn from processing, what you learn from living. Homeschooling is where living and learning and loving really intersect. Yeah. And it makes for a powerful education. He's just talking about that institution that John Taylor Gatto was, where Mm -hmm. a child can never continue working on what he loves for more than 30 minutes at a time. Well, and that that brings us to the next thing on our list, because the next thing was it helps parents uh, help their children to make an effective use of their time. And so what I, what I discovered very quickly when I started homeschooling, and I know you, you too, because we both had the public school to uh, compare it to. So my daughter was in public school. She was also in private school. Uh, when we decided to homeschool her. And one of the things I saw really quickly was I was accomplishing in an hour and a half every day what it was taking the school eight and a half hours a day to do. So I started school yeah. with her at nine in the morning and and wouldn't you know it, by 11, we were done. And all of a sudden, we've opened up this time and she is able to pursue her strengths. And I'm able to see in her, oh my goodness, look at you, you're a natural born artist. I mean, Savannah is a very gifted artist, I can't draw a stick figure to save my life. So she didn't get it from me, but she was able to look at a tree or um, a bird that was outside in the, in the yard or whatever. And she'd begin to sketch and draw. She would go outside for hours with her pens. Uh, we got her a set of charcoals and she'd go outside and draw. Then we noticed that Sierra had an incredible eye for uh, graphics. So we got her a camera and she began to pursue. Guess what those kids are doing today? Well, Savannah's got her hands full right now. Uh, she's got three kids of her own. Sierra is a full-time graphic designer. And we saw these strengths in her very early on. So that's the next thing. They're going to help you make the most use of your time, which frees your children up to be able to uh for you to be able to fold them where they're bent. Yes. As yes. opposed to somebody just folding them for the sake of folding them. That's right. And and to pursue their passions and their interests in life. Like the um 
uh, Eric Little, who was the gold medalist, you know, in the Olympics, wouldn't run on Sunday. Chariots of fire. Chariots of fire. Thank you. Um, You know, he said, when I run, he said, I know God made me to be a missionary, but he also made me to be fast. And when I run, I feel his pleasure. Mm. And so I think our task as parents is to find out what it is that when our kids do it, they feel God's pleasure. It doesn't mean that you can live in that moment all the time. For me, it's probably speaking and ministering with moms. You can't live there all the time, but that's, you know, you feel like, okay, that's where, you know, that's where I feel God's pleasure. That's what makes my heart sing. Yes, yes. And so you have to do a lot of work to have those moments of your heart singing. But, But we have the privilege of being able to help our kids find those things because they're not being educated in a herd mentality where everybody's expected to be the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, the next thing that we uh, wrote down was that it gives us time to serve together. This is something that's sorely lacking. Uh, I'm going to be interviewing here in a couple of days um, of the Medal of Honor recipient who got the Medal of Honor in Vietnam for doing incredibly heroic mm. uh, things there. Uh, this is a guy who was injured, shot in the spine and shot in his stomach, and uh, he knew he had a job to do. And so he had villagers pick him up and take him. He was a medic. Pick him up and take him from one wounded person to the other, even though he had been paralyzed from his waist down. And they were carrying him, and he was serving other people. And his takeaway from that was, we have lost the art of thinking about other people in the culture mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Our culture is so focused on self and uh, just like what you're saying a minute ago, Zan, we got people whose uh, brains are full of words and they've got no wisdom, no discernment to uh, know how to use them. And so uh, the other really awesome thing about homeschooling is it would give your family time to focus on other people, to be able to serve. Zan, you said uh, it gives parents time to delight in their children. I love that. Can you just, uh, can you expand on that just a, just a little bit? Yes. You know, I, real quickly, my mom got real sick the last four years of her life and she would love for my teenage boys and my daughter to come spend time with her. She wanted to know every detail of their day and how it went. And then it struck me that verse that says that the Lord delights in our steps, our paths, just like my mother found delight in them. Mm. And, you know, we've lost in this culture, this whole issue of delight. We need to learn how to delight in our children for who God made them to be and encourage them words of affirmation, unconditional love, all these things that speaks power and meaning into their lives. And they know when we're putting up with them and when we're delighting with them. If you don't do anything for the next year, but learn how to delight in your children, it will change your family life. Yeah, no, that's right. And I think, you know, uh, it also, these are the the building blocks of Mm -hmm. confidence in our children and helps them to become better parents themselves. You guys are raising parents for your grandchildren. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Amen. That's really what you're doing. And, uh, and that, uh, that effort, you know, I was uh, telling a friend of mine the other day that when I was a kid, we used to sing a song in Sunday school called Jesus and Others and You. So way, you know, way back in the 70s, we would sing Jesus and Others and You. And it, it was J was for Jesus and then others. And then you, it spells joy. And to teach our children, those are God's priorities. Uh, we put the Lord Jesus first, which is what homeschooling allows you to do is to take, instead of uh, using your morning to be, you know, running out the door to school, hurry up, get on the school bus, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. 
you can take that time in the morning and disciple your children. We had Renton Rathbun on the show uh, with me, and I know, uh, Zan, that you are working with very closely with um, Homeworks and the homeschool consultants yes. there. Yes. And I want to be sure we talk about that. But we know that um, how important worldview is, and Renton was on the show and made an incredibly powerful case. In fact, I'll link back to that show in the show notes today so people can go and listen why it matters that we teach our children a biblical worldview. Why Mm. does it matter that we spend time with them every morning, equipping them for the world that they are going to enter when they leave our home? And homeschooling gives you the opportunity to do that. It's a powerful thing. Four on my list. I want to, I want to make sure we got enough time to do this. Four on our list was that homeschooling puts parents back in the driver's seat Mm -hmm. of the lives of their child. And the parent then, instead of the teacher or the school administrator or the, you know, the PE coach, the parent becomes the primary influence in the lives uh, of their children. Why do you think, Zam, when you think about that, why, why would you say, I know you and I agree that this is more important now than it's ever been. Well, you know, this is going to sound very mundane, but I think parents have been reduced to being a checklist person in their kids' lives. Get them ready for the bus, check, you know, dress, check, homework done, check, phone, cell phones, charge, check, 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 rather than being the person of major influence. And homeschooling is a chance to take your kids back and determine how God made them and, and work in conjunction with your bents, their bents, as you said earlier. The, mm-hmm. the children are not the mere creature of the state. Our Supreme Court determined that years ago. We need to educate society that our children are ours on loan from God. They do not belong to the state, and the state should not be making major decisions for them. Parents yeah, should. Yeah, that's exactly right. Parents should. And the state, really, I mean, the state assumes that that's their responsibility now. And homeschooling? will wake you guys up. Yes. You're going to have your kids. This ha- this is what happened to me. I mean, I think homeschooling in large part turned Heidi St. John and Zan Tyler into warriors because Absolutely. we realized Absolutely. this is something worth fighting for. Mm-hmm. This this uh, ability to be the primary influence in my child's life. I'm the one who now is teaching my child history, not the revisionist who uh, is putting in that whatever 1614 curriculum into the schools. All of a sudden, you become back in the driver's seat. It's so important. And finally, uh, the opportunity to teach to the strengths of your child. Mm-hmm. Um, and Zan, when you think about teaching to a child's strength, um, can you unpack that a little bit? So for the mom who's going, what's that, what does that even mean? Tell us why this is such an awesome thing about homeschooling. Okay. I'm going to unpack this. It's opposite day, as my kids used to say. So I read a book early on by a, a PhD, Walter Barb, and he said that you will never find a group of adults um, operating from their areas of weakness. But in Mm. school, a kid's not good in math. So instead of 25 problems, we give him 100. And we give him every opportunity to fail and not be um, excited about who he is. And how he didn't say how God made him. That's my own parenthetical element. But when, as adults, we learn to operate from our strengths, life becomes more exciting. So if God has bent your child to be an architect, but somebody else wants him to be a machine operator in, you know, an outcome-based education uh, in high school. Or, I mean, we just need to find out how God bent them, how he gifted them. Are they right-brained or left-brained? Are they science or, you know, history people? What are they? And let them operate from those strengths. I mean, it's like finding the sweet spot in tennis, man. Totally. You're golden. 
Yeah, it is. It's amazing. And I just, I am excited actually for, there's so many parents are going to be homeschooling this year. And I think that decision's kind of been made for them and, and it maybe feels overwhelming, but Zan and I are here today to pump you guys up because That's right. it will be the best thing that ever happens uh, to your family. If you get stuck, read a book aloud. If you don't hey. know what to do on Monday, the first day of school, pick up a book and read it out loud and ask your kids, what do you think? That's yeah, that's it. And we've we've made education into this sort of monotonous, boring, you know, sit in your in your chair and do the thing. It's it it doesn't have to be that way. And homeschooling is going to open up a whole new world uh, yeah. for parents who are listening. We're going to have a little bit of fun, Zan, coming up because um, I'm going to be part of a Facebook party, right? That uh, that you are also part of, and yes. we're going to be giving stuff away. We're going to be encouraging people. That is happening uh, July 21st through the 23rd. And people can find out about it by going to homeschoolhelp.com forward slash party. Party. We need a party we in the do. middle of the Rona. We do. We <laughs> we need to have some fun and get some great discounts on curriculum while you're there. I love that. So, and uh, we've been telling parents for a long time, there are, homeschooling is now a well-oiled machine. There are people who mm-hmm. have gone out, literally generations of people now who have gone, gone out and the laws are excellent. Uh, we've got access to organizations like the Homeschool Legal Defense Association. We've got access to curriculum. One of the things I love about what you do, Zan, is you work with uh, Homeworks by Precept. And we are, um, we, what we've done is we've made homeschool moms available. So yes. if you got an issue, these, these women will call you on the phone, yeah, big pause, right. Two, and they'll talk to you. 200 consultants across the country, and they will talk to you about homeschooling. They'll pray with you about your kids. They'll help you understand what to do next and how to choose curriculum. And you can find them at homeschoolhelp.com forward slash map. Scroll down a little bit, um, click on the state you're in, and they'll show you a choice of consultants you can choose from. Yeah, it's so important, just that access to help. Uh, we want parents to know that there is a ton of help available to you. Yes. And uh, this is an incredible time. I think God's going to use it in an incredible way. And uh, I'm excited. I don't know, Zan. I mean, I think a year from now, we could be having a conversation about how homeschooling has really changing the landscape uh, in our nation. And uh, this is an incredible, incredible time. So Zan Tyler, thank you so much for coming on and talking to me about the five top reasons that homeschooling is awesome. It's awesome. And speaking of awesome, you are also awesome. I think you're awesome. And uh, I love having you. And again, if you guys want to find out more about the party that Zan and I are doing, we're giving stuff away. Great discounts on curriculum. You guys are going to love it. Homeschoolhelp.com forward slash party. And if you're looking for help, if you want to talk to a homeschool mom in your area who can um, give you a boost and encourage you and point you in the right direction, homeschoolhelp.com forward slash map. Like think of Dora the Explorer. Okay. I'm the map. I'm the map. I'm the map. So that's where you want to go. Okay. <laughs> Homeschoolhelp.com forward slash. That was free. That was free. <laughs> forward slash map. Zan Tyler, you are a delight. Uh, also, you've written an awesome book on cultivating learning. Can you tell listeners where they could find that real quick? Uh, yes. Seven Tools for Cultivating Your Child's Potential. You can go to Amazon and get that book. That is so amazing. I will also link back to that in the show notes today. Zan Tyler, uh, you're a blessing. Thanks for coming on here and encouraging a whole bunch of parents who are jumping off of the sidelines and onto the front lines of their kids' education. Uh, Good things are coming. Amen. Thank you, Heidi. You're welcome.
For more information on Zan Tyler and on the homeschool party that's coming up on Facebook, you can go to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash podcast, scroll down to the notes, or you can go directly to homeschoolhelp.com forward slash party to find out more about that opportunity that's happening July 21st to 23rd and homeschoolhelp.com forward slash think of Dora map. And you can find somebody in your area who can help you in real life. We love you guys. Hang in there. Good things are coming. Have a great weekend, everybody. And I'll see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.